Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I have Brittany Parsons-Young with me today, and I'll just let her introduce herself. Awesome. Thank you, Lisa. So I am Brittany Parsons-Young. I am a breakthrough bullshit coach and a psychic business visionary, and I help visionary entrepreneurs give birth to their magic and resurrect their soul purpose. Amazing. And speaking of giving birth to magic, we also have another guest with us today. (laughs) Yes, Miss Avery Quinn, two-month-old baby. Um, She's definitely a a beautiful light in my life. She's smiling as we speak. Yeah. She's so adorable. (laughs) So tell us a little bit more about what it is that you do specifically. Sure. So I do business coaching with women entrepreneurs who are, how do I put this nicely? Type A. They are struggling with operating from the feminine side versus always being in masculine energy. They're looking for that next big soul project, if you will. And what I mean by that is, you know, they've either been in a corporate job or a position in life that they are looking to move out of. Um, so, you know, recently speaking to a future client who is a lawyer and wants to become a Reiki master healer. Uh, and then you have anyone from the woman that's looking to create a business from scratch um, that she's been envisioning for the last 10 years. Just hasn't put it to fruition yet. So it's really um, a woman entrepreneur who is looking for that next big thing. And I teach from a spirituality perspective. And within the spirituality piece, it's all about tapping into that intuition, using different psychic codes that I teach as well, uh, and how to get back to playfulness, how to get back to your inner child. What does she want? What is she telling you that you need to give birth to during this lifetime? That's very interesting um, that you work with you know, these type A, high achieving type women, and it seems like you're able to, to help them also get in touch with maybe a spiritual side or a more playful side to them. Yeah, it, it is. It's very interesting. I used to be that woman. I used to be on the go all day, every day, like typical drive, um, drive home analytics and statistics and money and logic and all from that place of energy, which never felt good in my body. And when I was in that space, I suffered a lot. Uh, Digestive issues, insomnia, acne, you name it. Trying to make sure that I was always operating in that zero to a hundred and go, go, go. And now that I'm more in this kind of feminine flow, mompreneur now, it's a softer, lighter, ease and flow energy. And I can bring that into my business. And when I tell these women that that's what we're going to be doing, that's what we're going to be working on, there's a lot of freedom in that. I see 
tears. I see nice. the the breaking down of that armor, that shield that they've been putting up for a really long time. And it, it's liberating, not just for, for them, but for myself as well, because I used to be that girl. And I, I just, I love helping these particular women. It's, it's a blessing. It really is. It's a lot of fun. We get to break down all those walls that you've been holding up for so long and, and to know that you don't have to have them there anymore. You don't have to hold those up anymore. Nobody's telling you that that's necessary. Uh, you're just conditioned to do so. Right. And is that part of the reason why you became a coach because of your experience with that? Um, I have a, it's not a unique story, but it's definitely one that has led me to become a coach. So I was 10 years a drinker. So a very high functioning alcoholic spent from the age of 17 to 27 drinking, got into corporate America during the recession. Uh, luckily landed a job uh, with a top pharmaceutical company, but I also had this drinking issue. So within two and a half years, I was fired from the company and life just really started to go downhill. So from 25 to 27, I was experiencing blackouts. I uh, can't remember most of my drinking career. Luckily, being a high-functioning alcoholic, I still got up to go to work. And I was still able to manage whatever I had left of my life at that time because I was told that I didn't have much left. Uh, that when I went to the doctor and the doctor said, you know, if you take a couple more drinks, you're probably going to die. So wow. you need to decide what's next. Are you headed for six feet under or are you willing to get some help? And that was almost seven years ago. I'll be sober on September 18th uh, this year, marks seven years from me. And when I first got sober, I joined a CrossFit community. So I knew that that was going to be part of the journey. And from there, I realized that I had something within that community, some spark, some some energy, and years later became a fitness coach, health and fitness coach, uh, after working in corporate for 15 years in sales and marketing, and started my business out as a personal trainer. And from there, it evolved into doing health coaching, recovery coaching for addicts. And then I moved to Austin during that time period. And someone approached me and said, you know, you have quite the story. Have you ever thought about becoming a life coach and speaker? And I said, you know, I'll give it a shot because wherever the universe leads me is where I'm supposed to be. And I did a speaking course and then I started coaching people around life's issues. It didn't matter if it was recovery or health or spirituality. And then I started realizing that, you know, I have a story. From being, an entre uh, from being a woman in the business arena, I can help businesswomen. I can help them move past this story that they've been writing for so long and rewrite that story. And so that's what led me into where I'm at today, business coaching and helping these 
amazing women transition from that old story and those old beliefs to rewriting what they wanted to look like today and, and for the future. Wow. That's, that's a great story. Thank you for being, you know, vulnerable and open to sharing your experiences and your recovery and everything that, that you've gone through. Thank you. And I think, you know, there are also a lot of women in that target market that you work with that can relate to the drinking issues as well, because a lot of people, when they have those very high demand, stressful jobs that, you know, you go home and you have a few drinks and you go to bed and that's how you cope with that stress. It's very, it's a very common, I think, belief in, in those kind of jobs, like, like lawyers and, and things like that. And when you're going, 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 and you're high functioning like that, it, sometimes it takes a, a moment like you had with your doctor or something to be like, hey, all this stress and the drinking and everything, it's not good for you. Yeah, that was a huge turning point. And the other was losing everybody. <laughs> you know, I lost all friends. Family didn't have confidence in me. I, I was at the bottom of the bottle, no pun intended, but pun intended. And I also was just like, what is life? You know, what would happen if I wasn't here? What would happen to my legacy? I wouldn't be able to leave one. Wouldn't be able to ever start a family or meet the love of my life or have the luxuries that I'm so blessed and grateful to have today. That none of that would have been in my life. And it doesn't matter if you have that already, but these addictions or tendencies that we fall victim to take over and will rob you of all of your security, all of your money, all of your status. And, you know, life isn't about that. Life's not really truly about your money and your status. You can't take it with you. It's about the love and the support that you receive from other people, receive from yourself, the respect that you give and the respect that you receive. Uh, and that's, you know, I operate from a, a very high place of integrity, but I had to learn that. I had to learn how to teach myself that it was okay to be in integrity at all times. It was a hard lesson to learn for sure. Right. But a worthwhile experience to, you know, come out on the other side and like you said, be able to have the things you want, you know, to still to have a business and a family and, you know, be able to also enjoy all that. Oh yeah. 100%. And, but that's what life blesses you with, right? When you're on the other side and you can see those blessings, you start to receive um, Abraham Hicks law of attraction, right? Mm -hmm. What you put out is what you receive. And I'm a firm believer in, it's not just, Oh, well I want, you know, that nice new car. It's believing that you're going to get it visualizing that it's there and actually receiving it before it lands into your lap. And that's what I'm doing with my business. As I continue to grow and, you know, now a new mom and entering that phase of my life, I was struggling in the beginning of who am I? What is my identity? Where do I fit in? And two months into this thing, and I know exactly who I am. And this baby has given me a brand new meaning of life. And, you know, we attracted one another. We attracted one another from God, from the universe. Um, 
a healer told me that she was just waiting for me to pull her out of the sky, if you will. (laughs) If, you know, listeners, if you believe in that sort of thing. But yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful thing when you start to realize your self-worth. Right. Absolutely. It's it's a whole different way of relating to yourself and, you know, everyone and everything in in your life. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting that you said that, that some people, those who are into that, I think that, you know, some people think that manifesting is a bit in the woo. It's a bit woo-woo. But, you know, I think it's just a misunderstanding of, you know, the process and the mindset that goes in there. You know, it's not like, okay, I want, I want that car, like you're saying. And then you're like, okay, I want the car. And poof, I made the car appear. <laughs> it's when you believe you have it and you think that you have it and you're living in that mindset, you're creating energy and actions and momentum towards that goal because you have that mindset. You achieve, you achieve the goal. So I think that you know, a really solid mindset to have the, the, the manifesting, the visualizing of the things that, that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if there's anyone out there that is looking to shift their mindset, there's a ton of books and ton of, there's ton of books, ton of resources on this topic. Um, I am a big Marianne Williamson fan. The, the divine law of compensation was where it really took off for me. She speaks from the powers of a lot of us operate out of fear. And when we're in that fear mindset, we're in a fixed mindset. And the fixed mindset's leaving us to the power of negativity. But if we're moving from this beautiful place of love and light, we have that opportunity to step into a positive mindset, which then allows us to have no limits. And that's what manifestation is. It's it's not a limiting belief. It's believing that all things are possible and all things are limitless. Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, that's one of the important things to, to understand because a lot of times we, we focus on encouraging women to take action towards their goals. Um, and it's so true, especially, you know, I work with the perfectionists that get paralyzed and stuck by all the actions they think they need to take so they don't do any. <laughs> so I was like, you know, you got to let go of that perfection and start moving forward. But if you're doing the action, if you're moving forward and not getting anywhere, it's that it's the mindset behind it. You know, if, mm-hmm. you're, if you're just terrified and I, I can't do this, I'm not doing this right, then you're not really showing up and you're not doing it. Maybe it's not that you're not doing it right, but you're not doing it the best you could. But if you have that mindset of, I can do this, I have this value, I have this gift, I'm giving this out, then it changes how you show up and the action is productive for you. Yeah. And believing that it's already done, right? So that's where that visualization comes in. A lot of women that I have spoken to say, I've got a vision board. And so my question becomes, well, if you have a vision board, where is it? Is it hanging somewhere that you see every day? Or did you make it and you shoved it in the back of the closet? Because that's where your inner child is as well. And so how are you allowing yourself full freedom, playfulness, all the fun things, if the vision board, the child, and the positive mindset are all shoved in the closet? And you touched on something really interesting 
the psychology of perfectionism stems a lot from procrastination, which then stems from childhood trauma. And so when we're not healing our inner child, when we're not healing our inner soul, of course we think everything has to be perfect because we're conditioned to think that way. And then no wonder you can't get anything done because you think it has to be a certain way when really it doesn't. It's your way, right? You have, everybody on this planet has free will and choice. And you have the opportunity to make those choices and you can choose your path. And this is something my father said to me when I was in my, my drinking state was, you get to choose your path. And none of us can choose it for you. So choose wisely. Absolutely. It's such an important thing and such a gift that we have, this choice. And so many times we want to, our minds and our brains convince us that, that we have no choices. And so we want to try and change circumstances or change other people when the truth is it's, it's that belief that you have no choices that's mm-hmm. kind of causing you the problems there because yep. you, you do have the choices and, and that's where you can make the change is in your, in your mindset. Right. And that, that was also perfect that you brought up the vision board <laughs> because that's and the procrastination because that can be a form of that perfectionist perfectionism, the, the procrastination, because it's like, oh, I'm planning this. I have this vision board that I spent hours and hours working on, but then that's it. It's all dreaming and planning. There's no, there's no action there because it's not perfect yet. Right. And so right. That, that's really just more procrastination of actually taking, you know, concrete action steps towards having those things that you have on your vision board come true in your life. Mm-hmm. Why take the time to do it if they're not going to be something that you actually want to do? Why plan this beautiful trip to the Mal- Maldives on your vision board, right? And not go. Pre-COVID, right? Pre-COVID. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the point being is don't say or do what you can't put into action. And that's how I live. It's that integrity piece of I walk the walk and I talk the talk. I'm not going to say or do something that I don't believe I, that I can't do. And that's how I choose to operate these days. Seven years ago, totally different story. I would have made up the fact that I could do it all. And I was living in that perfectionism and procrastination. And I was living in that masculinity thinking, I got to go, go, go. And everything will just show up when it's meant to show up. And that just wasn't the case. And for the woman that thinks that she always has to do it all, you're going to get burnout. You're going to lose your mind. Uh, And, you know, you will choose a vice that numbs, Mm, numbs the, the beautiful opportunities and potential opportunities that you have in front of you. And that, that's really not, how we as beings ever want to be, right? We don't want to come from that space. We want to be free and happy and, and live a life of true joy. But Absolutely. We, we, we tend to go the other way. Well, like you said, we, we use the, the numbing and the distractions and the avoidance, whether it's alcohol or Netflix binges or you know, whatever it might be, to avoid 
stress and anxiety and, and difficult emotions. But when you're doing that, when you're numbing and avoiding, you're, you're missing it all. Mm-hmm. You're not having the good emotions either. You know, right. you go, 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 numb out, go, 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 go. It, where, where's the happiness and the enjoyment of the things that you're doing? And if, or if that that's point, not there, then why, why are you doing those things? Yeah. Can you even identify what your feelings are? Can you even identify what your emotions are? It doesn't matter what you're numbing them with, but you may not even have an emotion period. You may just go about your day and, you know, watch the clock wind up and down without even thinking, oh, okay, here I am. I'm 40 years old. What just happened? Wow. Yeah. That is a, a very serious realization to come to. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason to go, go, go and numb and numb so that you don't, you know, stop and have that moment where you're like, wait a minute, what have I been doing? Right. And why haven't I been living from my soul's purpose? And what is the thing that I've been wanting to do this entire time in my life and I've yet to accomplish it because I've operated from this place of everything has to be perfect. Right. All the, all the things that I should do, and then I have to do them perfect. All oh, the shoulds. All the shoulds. <laughs> and, you know, then to realize finally that the shoulds aren't making you happy and you deserve to be happy. You, mm-hmm. you have this one shot, this life. Well, or maybe, but for now, this is your experience and why not enjoy it? Right. So I think, yeah, that's very, very beautiful and important. So we've kind of talked about some of the issues, but when these women that are, you know, usually very successful, high stress, hardworking types come to you and they're finally reaching out, they need this help. And you talked about breaking down walls. What are some of those, the main areas that they're, you know, reaching out to you about? Believe it or not, lack of confidence. You know, they may be this successful doctor, lawyer, nurse, or, you know, they've been operating in their own business, but it's not the business that they want to be in. And there's that lack of confidence and belief in themselves because they forgot who they were in the process of life. So that's one. The other is there's trust issues. Can I trust you to help me get to the next phase in my life, the next chapter that's meaningful and giving me purpose. And that trust does not stem from their position of power. It stems from way back when, when they were told something that they had to be conditioned to do something, um, you know, or they went through some particular trauma that affected them to have trust or not have trust at all. And all of these women that I work with either have a business or have a side hustle or are looking to start one. And they think, and this is a big thing, they think that they have to have capital. They have to have investors to start a business. And that's just simply not true. So telling, the third thing is telling yourself lies, lying to yourself. And that could be really scary. That, that goes very deep. There's a lot of layers there. So part of the process of what I do is really getting deep into the core. You know, what does the soul want? What is the heart screaming for you to give birth to? And 
that doesn't mean physically <laughs> because mm-hmm. not all the women I attract are pregnant or are having babies. But what is this metaphoric thing that you're looking to bring into the world that has purpose, that serves other people, that has a mission behind it, and taking them through this psychic, intuitive journey of tapping back into who they are and why they're here and not who they think they are or how they have to be. So really shedding some of these armored layers. And then from there, diving deep into the business. You know, who do you want to be at your core, at your essence? Who are you as your own brand? And how can you come home to yourself through this journey? Absolutely. You know, when you've always had in your mind those shoulds, you know, those lists of how you, how you should be, who you should be, many times you don't even realize that you've never even checked in to who you really are. It's all the shoulds and then those self-limiting beliefs, the lies that you tell yourself about who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, a, that's a lot of, of work to, to sort through. And that, that's where you come in. Yeah, but there's play in that. There's, there's a lot of play that I incorporate. It's not just the heaviness of the work. We're doing a lot of self-discovery in the beginning And then, you know, when we're tapping into intuition, we're calling in your, your higher power, your higher self. What does your higher self want? Where does she see herself in the future and in the present moment? And how do we bring that into all aspects of what you're doing? And if you're not running a business, if you're a woman that is in a corporate job, this is still something that can be applied because if you're going into a big meeting or you're about to sell your services to someone, right? You need to trust your gut. You need to trust what your intuition is telling you. If there's a funny feeling and it doesn't feel like you're supposed to be there in that moment in time, then what are you doing there? But it goes back to that I have to be there. I should be there. I need, right? Not what is it that I want? We forget the difference between need and want all the time, all the time. Yes, absolutely. And it, it is very, very serious and very hard work. So it's, it's good that you can bring that, that playfulness to it, especially for, you know, these women in, in running their own businesses or in these stressful corporate jobs. I think that, that that's a great um, value that you bring to the process. Thank you. I can see, you know, like you said, that a lot of that, that should list and that perfectionism and that drive comes you know, from, from somewhere in childhood and from, you know, not having that, that sense of, you know, that childlikeness, that playfulness in their, in their lives anymore. And like how to reconnect with that is, mm-hmm. that's very interesting. And I, I can, I would think that that's very valuable and life-changing for your clients. When you can inner, introduce your inner child to your adult self. I want you to to imagine, if you're listening to this, imagine walking hand in hand with her or him if there's men listening, walking hand in hand with that child. What would you say? And what would you tell them? You know, you wouldn't be cruel to a child. You would tell them how much you love them, how much you support them, how much you rely on their 
their playfulness, their joy, their fun, their freedom. And seeing that puts a smile on your face. So why not have that energy as an adult? Absolutely. And, and that's a great you know, visualization there to still see that, that inner child and, and to speak to them because they're still a part of you. And, and there's a part of you that needs to hear that those mm-hmm. words, you know, that kindness. And so that's, that's really beautiful. And then you have on the other side of it, like you said, your, your higher self communicate with her or him as well. And, you know, the three of you can support it grow and, you know, have a happy, complete life right now. Right. That's amazing. That's a, it's a beautiful way to picture it. So they come to you with the lack of confidence, the trust issues, the, the kind of the scarcity mindset and the self-limiting beliefs. What mm-hmm. are some of the, you know, common, and I know you can't like really break it down for someone listening, but what are just some of the, the common ways that you combat those issues? I love this question. Well, we'll start with the self-limiting beliefs. Where did they start? Why did they start? And, you know, when we think about them, sometimes people blame others for their limiting beliefs. And so we have to uncover where the, the truth of that comes from that they're telling themselves. And, you know, that can be a really rough process in and of itself. But if you're having these self-limiting beliefs, they show up in your relationships. They show up in your money. Mm. They show up in your day-to-day actions. Talk about wanting to be perfect, right? right? So we have to get to the core of why they're happening, when they're happening, and how we can put a stop to them. And again, it comes back to how can we bring more play into your belief system, What are your values? Do you even have core values? What are they? So really reinforcing these positive values, this positive mindset of of living. And it starts to eliminate these toxic beliefs that we've carried on for so long. You know, I have a client right now who struggles with perfectionism and then tells me that she can't get anything done because it has to be perfect. So she'll procrastinate. And that self-limiting belief that she created in her mind stems from the fact that she got all A's in college and then she couldn't get a job afterwards. And that scared her. And so we're working to uncover why that is. Just because you got all A's, I didn't. Man, I I barely passed college, Mm -hmm. right? And here I, I stand today successfully coaching women in business. It doesn't matter what you get on a piece of paper. What matters is the value behind it and the praise that you give yourself and the praise that you received from uh, your parents, grandparents, or the people around you. I, I watch a lot of uh, Gary Vanderchuk videos, and he was speaking about this the other day of, you know, just because you went to, went to school and you went to college does not give you the right to claim that you know everything. Right. There's people out there that have no degrees, are making millions of dollars, and are way more successful with life experiences than anybody with a degree and a piece of paper. So why have self-limiting beliefs? Where do they get created from and why, right? 
And so we're focusing on breaking that pattern and breaking down that pattern. And, and what does it look like to come from a more joyful place, a more pleasurable place, right? Bring pleasure back into your life, not just sexual pleasure, but actually enjoying yourself. So this is, this could go, I could go on and on Lisa about this topic. I mean, it goes super deep and (laughs) again, books written on this. Psychologists have studied self-limiting beliefs for years. One of them being Carl Jung, I would highly recommend people picking up either doing a study on archetypes. There's quizzes that you can do online on archetypes and figuring out who are you. And that helps kind of uncover, this is part of my program as well, the archetypes uncovering um, how to fend off or fight off the limiting beliefs when you figure out who are you at your core. Right. That's that's a very important part of, you know, seeing those those self-limiting beliefs and being able to shift them is actually knowing, you know, who you are and having the positive and the negative and a a real sense of yourself so that, you know, you can know who you are and what you want and go after it. And not hold yourself back with, with those self-limiting beliefs. That's right. And that was like the case, you know, I would think with the woman, if you make, if you make all those A's and then you don't get a job and, and that sets you back, there's, you know, the belief there wasn't in yourself. It was in those, in those A's. So it was more of a, of a, you know, a self-esteem thing. And when things didn't turn out, like you thought they should, then it was like, oh, well, I'm still not good enough because you didn't believe you're, you didn't really believe you were good enough. The A's made her think she was good enough. But then when the A's didn't equal good enough for a job in her mind, it was like, oh, it's true. I'm not good enough. You're always good enough. Even if you get F's. (laughs) Right. Right. And you know, you are good enough. You're perfectly imperfect. You are also right where you're supposed to be. And there may be days where you are in full struggle. There may be days when you want to give up and you don't think that you can get past that threshold. But digging down deep and looking at your core value of who am I in my, in my soul, it will speak to you. It will tell you. That's where the intuition lies. It's going to tell you exactly who you are, where you need to be. And, and with that comes that spark. It lights you up puts fire under your butt, right? Right. It doesn't matter if you got the A or the F or the D or the C or the B. What matters is can you, can you drive forward knowing that you have the ability to do so? Right. Believing in yourself and, and, you know, coming from a strong sense of who you are, those core values and what you want, and then believing it and doing those actions. And then you get there. Right. And for me, I'm, I'm a facilitator. I don't claim to be the end all be all. Um, I'm holding your hand through this process and I'm kicking your butt at the same time because this is self-discovery work and it's not easy. First of all, it's not easy being an entrepreneur as we know, but it's definitely not easy going through this process while either starting a business or changing careers. Um, All of your crap is going to come up. All of it, all of it. And if it doesn't, well, good for you. Because as an entrepreneur, 
there is no linear curve. There's no straight line in this work. There are times when you're going to lose a loved one while you're on stage giving a presentation to thousands of people. There's going to be times when your spouse decides to pick up and leave you with all the kids. There's going to be times when you get into a car accident or you're late for the meeting that you're supposed to sign sign a six-figure contract to, right? These things happen. But what happens in the moment is what you do with that information. And in that, you can you can identify, should I hold on to that self-limiting beliefs that pop up? Or can I master my soul's purpose? Can I listen and identify what is my soul trying to tell me in this moment? Right. Instead of, you know, getting lost in, in whatever the immediate reactions are to the circumstances, you still have that strong sense of, of who you are and you're able to stay in alignment with that. And you yes. can't do that if you don't know. <laughs> right. So that was a lot. Like you said, I've, we could go on, but there was a lot of very powerful, important things that, that you've gone over today. So just kind of to tie that in, what is your process right now? Like how do clients reach out to you and, and what are you, what are your offers or packages? How does that work? Thanks for asking. So I offer a complimentary breakthrough visionary session where within that hour, we are basically mapping out your vision, what you want your business to look like, and also looking at what's stopping you from making that happen. And right now, I am running group programs, also doing one-on-one coaching as well as VIP coaching. So the group program, the next one that I'm starting is called Unapologetically You. It begins on September 8th. It's a four-month container. And my hope is that these women come home to themselves, come home and find their soul within this process, a self-discovery process, leading them down what their brand's going to look like, helping them realize that they have a story to tell and that their story is their business and they get to share it the way that they want to. That's in the group container. One-on-ones, I run six-month coaching uh, with those clients. And then VIP is this luxury retreat where I spend the weekend with you. We fly you down here to Austin, Texas. I bring in my team and we basically put your business together within a whole weekend and work with you for six months after that. Um, So those are the three offerings that I currently have. I'm really passionate about all three. Really excited for this next phase of my business and this next phase of my group program. That's, a, that's amazing. I haven't really heard of many people doing something like that intensive and that hands-on as that the VIP weekend. That sounds fantastic. Oh, yeah. A whole luxury experience. I'm pampering you top to bottom, putting you up you know, in this beautiful hotel uh, called the Fairmount. We are doing a whole spa day, a whole business day, you name it. Um, having you over for dinner at, you know, my, my house, meet my family, and then, you know, just really get to know one another on a soul level. That's amazing. 
Yeah, <laughs> that, that's really, that's really fantastic and exciting. And of course, you know, I, one-on-one coaching is transformational. Definitely love that. I love doing that. I definitely recommend if someone's working with you to do that. And then it's also good to, to go through a group program because you, you get to hear other people's experiences and you realize that you're not alone, <laughs> right? You see mm-hmm. that there are struggles and things that you are like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I do this? And you get to hear how other people have been there or are there. And, and it, you know, it, there may be different flavors to it. There are go- things going on, but you still have kind of that same ex- shared experience and, you know, it helps to see that. So it's always good to, to go through a group program for, for that reason and the coaching um, as well. So those are absolutely amazing offers. And I, I am excited for your clients because it sounds beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so for anyone listening that this is like connecting with them and, and they're, they're kind of interested, um, is there any kind of like last thing you would like to say to, you know, your people or anyone who might be thinking about reaching out and working with you? I always end every email, every live, every talk that I give with same three sentences. So I'll end it here with that. I see you. I hear you. I love you. And I mean that. And I don't think we as women get to experience that enough. Uh, We often think, you know, nobody sees me, nobody hears me, nobody's loving on me or listening to me or supporting me. And I'm here to do that. I'm here to walk with you. I'm here to kick you in the butt. But I'm also here to nurture you and for you to know that whatever is in your heart, whatever is deep down inside of you is allowed to come to the surface and now be a part of your beautiful life. So take advantage of that. Take advantage of a complimentary call if a coach is offering you one because you never know within that hour, even 20 minutes, how it can affect or change your life. Absolutely. There, there's value you know, with the right coach, there's value even in if that's all you do is you get that, that first call, you know, people, people's lives have been, have been changed from that. I, I've, I've talked, you know, with coaches that have had that experience. So, um, you know, reach out, <laughs> you know, work contact, um, Brittany and, and, you know, see what, where it takes you, see, you know, what you learn just from that, that first complimentary call. And then, I just, I love what you said. I see you. I hear you. I love you. And, you know, talking about them not really hearing that a lot and how you, you offer that. And I think that's, that's very beautiful and important. And it's something that, you know, it's like your coach is able to offer you that and offer you that perspective and, you know, the, the love and even the kick in the butt when you need it. And until you learn to say that to yourself. That's, that's kind of one of the beautiful things when people, you know, start coaching and they, they learn to say those kind of things to themselves and to have their mm-hmm. back in that way. So that's really, it's really beautiful to have someone say it to you. And then when you, you learn, you start hearing that and it's like, oh, this is me. I'm saying this to me too. And you really yeah. believe it and connect with it. That's amazing. That's very beautiful, and I'm glad that you closed with that. And I um, thank you for coming today. You have offered a lot of value to the listeners. Thank you, Lisa. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. 
Thank you for allowing Avery to be part of this experience. Um, for all so of you listening her. to her <laughs> little coos and <laughs> yeah, now she's passed out. So, um, <laughs> we put her to she, sleep. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. We put her to sleep, but in a good way. And you know, she's children are so innocent with that energy that they bring to the table. And by putting her to sleep means that we were doing something right. And now she's making all the noise. So yeah <laughs> waking up just in time so they, they you just can't rest time. with her <laughs> right <laughs> well thank you for for sharing your time with us and especially you know why you, you have little avery there and um thank you it was a pleasure thank you really appreciate it <laughs>